0: to a special presentation of the Believer's Voice of Victory. Today, Kenneth Copeland is teaching at the Kenneth Copeland Bible College on the laws of faith, a spiritual force that belongs to every believer. Hello, everybody. I'm Kenneth Copeland. This is the Believer's Voice of Victory broadcast. Let's have a word of prayer. We'll get right into today's Bible lesson. Father, we thank you and we give you praise in the name of of Jesus. Thank you for this broadcast. Thank you for all of our partners from the top of the world, to the bottom and all the way around the middle, and every person in the sound of my voice. We thank you. We open our hearts and minds to receive revelation from heaven, revelation about this life of faith. But most of all, (laughs) revelation of our Savior, our Lord Jesus. His way of thinking, his way of doing things. And we praise you for it, and we believe we receive it today in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Welcome to class this morning at Kenneth Copeland Bible College. Praise the Lord. Amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) Glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We're studying the very fundamentals of faith, the basics, and some people have called it the ABCs of faith. The third chapter of the book of Romans, we read that yesterday. Let's look at that just quickly. Third chapter of Romans, the 27th verse. Where is boasting then? It is excluded. By what law? Of works? No, but by the law of faith. Now, the basic fundamental laws of the Spirit um, it's a, it's an outstanding study to go through, particularly Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, but, but, but all of the New Testament. And, uh, and notice the different laws that are talked about. Romans 8, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. Then we saw there, there's the law of works. Then there's the law of faith. So these things are governed by spiritual law. Now, what is a law? A law is predictable. A law is something, when it is put to work, it works every time the same way. So if something is not working right, then there's something out of line there in, in the elements of the law governing whatever it is that you're dealing with. Now, this is true in the, in the world of physics. It's true in the spiritual realm. And of course, we understand that spiritual law was first. God is a spirit. And he his laws are extremely accurate and exact because he is extremely accurate and exact. He never ever changes. That's what makes him so good. <laughs> he is so predictable. I mean, and people get the idea, you never know what God's going to do. do, 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 do. Yes, we do. We can tell exactly what God is going to do. Amen. But trying to solve spiritual problems with carnal answers wind up in the ditch. Now, just, I'll take just a second here, and of course, you know this, but uh, I like to use aviation as an example because it, it's, it's so, I've never found anything cons- in the, the laws, the, the aeronautical laws that, that violate the laws of faith. It's amazing. I remember when I first learned to fly instruments. Well, my instructor kept telling me, Kenneth, you can't believe your feelings. You're going to have to believe the gauges. And, and whatever these instruments are saying, they're right, and your feelings are wrong. And and you get, you get in a place where, where you can't see outside and your feelings can go really crazy and you get vertigo. And you try to follow your feelings, you're liable to crash the airplane. And I've experienced that in the past. And then when I first started learning about faith and, and learning to not follow my feelings, I thought, glory to God, I already know how to do this. I already learned this once. <laughs> <laughs> and it really it was the same thing. When I'm flying an airplane, I could care less what my feelings tell me. i absolutely care less. Um, and I'm, uh, I had to come, become the same way when it comes to the Word, when it, when it comes, well, I just feel like God heard me. Well, good for you. <laughs> you know, I hope that works out for you. <laughs> but then 30 minutes later, I don't know, maybe I was wrong. I, I don't feel like he heard me. Come on. That is faithless. That's what Thomas was trying to do. So anyway, I'll just kind of jump to traces here. I need to get back to the line up here. Now then, so basic fundamentals of faith, you could make this statement. The elements that make up Spiritual law must be adhered to. Whether it's faith, wisdom, love, or any other spiritual force, these laws must be adhered to. And here again, uh, well, let's take the, the uh, uh, you know, John G. Lake said something that, that is very enlightening. Uh, he compared, John Lake was a scientist and he compared the power of God in the spirit realm to electricity in the natural realm. And, and you have to realize back in the days of John Lake, electricity was new. And once the laws, uh, I mean, electricity, you know, been around a long time. Amen. Ever since day one. Amen. The the only thing of it was on day one, there was no lightning except maybe from God (laughs) because there were no storms. On what day did God create thunderstorms? He didn't. (laughs) That came with the fall. But the, the, uh, the, the, laws that governed electricity were all here. And in Lakes Day, they were just now learning those laws. And some people got hurt trying to figure them out. The same wonderful law that toasted your toast this morning, Can kill you graveyard dead if misused. What is it? It, It's lack of understanding of how that law functions. The exactly same thing is true in the kingdom of God, in the realm of the spirit. So, and these things, we'll, we'll get into. Uh, these things um, at a a later time. I just want to introduce you to them again this morning. Now then we're talking about the law of faith. Faith is a spiritual force. It is generated in the born again human spirit. It is released out the mouth and supported with corresponding action. Now, last week on the broadcast, we studied this. The number one fundamental of faith is found in Mark chapter 11. Let's turn there. Believe it in your heart, then say it with your mouth. Jesus said, have faith in God. For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, in his inner man, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Now that is spiritual law, and when the elements of that are in place, it works. Amen. So let let me give you um, a little a little clue. <laughs> that's come from a a long time of missing it. (laughs) Amen. God can't miss it. And he's not trying trying to be hard on you. But there are certain things. I I mean, if you've got a little child, you're not trying to be hard on that child when you keep him from sticking a bobby pin or or a fingernail file into an electrical outlet you're not just being a, a hard nosed parent here if you have to slap him three feet away from that plug. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. So, but the thing, the thing of it is with God, um, there are some basic fundamentals to turn to, to, to when you're continuing to do certain things and you're not getting the results. First thing you want to look at is your love life. Because that's one of the fundamentals, the fourth fundamental of faith faith will not work in an unforgiving heart. So you check that. And of course, you want to go right back to the Word. And uh, are you standing on the Word or are you standing on an idea? Amen. All right. For verily I say unto you, let's read it again, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe, believe what, Jesus? Believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. And when you stand praying, forgive, If you have ought against any, that your Father also, which is in heaven, may forgive you your trespasses. Now, we we looked at uh, uh, last week we looked at 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 the the second fundamental of faith, which is act or corresponding action to believing it believing it in your heart and saying it with your mouth. You have to have, you must have. Action that corresponds to that. Now, once you have the Word of God that covers your situation, and that Word, and out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, I might add, that Word becomes the bedrock to what you believe and what you're saying and the action that corresponds to that. So you're going to have to, you're going to have to <laughs> talk like you have it. You're going to have to act like you have it. <laughs> you're going to, your actions and your speech must not betray your faith. Amen. Let's let's look at at, that scripture on that once again in James chapter one. And um, being a doer of the word and not just a hearer only. Verse 22 of chapter one, be ye doers of the word. Act on the word. And not hearers only deceiving your own self. For if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. For he beholds himself, goes his way, straightway forgets what manner of man he was. But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty, that's what he's calling the Word of God. And notice here again law, law, there's another. There's another law incident. The perfect law of liberty and continueth therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man is blessed in his deed. So you can tell right there, if you're if if you're if you're anything about walking in the blessing of Abraham, that's the way you're going to have to do it. Amen. So now Chapter 2, verse 14, what does it profit, my brethren, though a man say he hath faith and hath not works? Can faith save him? If he has not corresponding action. If a brother or sister be naked and destitute of daily food, one of you say unto them, depart in peace, be ye warmed and filled, notwithstanding you give them not those things which are needful to the body, what does it profit? Even so, faith, if it hath not corresponding action, is dead, being alone. All right. Today, let's turn to 2 Kings chapter 4. 2 Kings 4. And let's look for these elements of the law of faith. Let's begin with the 18th verse, please, Second Kings 4:18. This is talking about this is the incident with the Shunammite woman uh, that uh, has had had a child supernaturally. You you, you know the story, and. In the 18th verse, when the child was grown, it fell on a day that he went out to his father, to the reapers, and he said to his father, My head, my head. And he said to the lad, Carry him to his mother. And when he had taken him and brought him to his mother, he sat on her knees till noon and then died. She went up, laid him on the bed of the man of God. And shut the door upon him and went out. You remember she and her husband had had built a a room there for for the prophet when he was coming through, uh, for a place for him to stay. And they received the prophet's reward. All right. And they had this son. She went up and laid him there. She called unto her husband and said, send me, I pray thee, one of the young men and one of the donkeys, that I may run to the man of God and come again. He said, Wherefore wilt thou go to him today? It's neither new moon nor Sabbath. She said, It shall be well. She absolutely refused to talk the problem. Amen. It will be well. Then she saddled the donkey and said to her servant, "'Drive and go forward, slack not thine riding for me, "'except I bid thee.' "'So she went and came to the man of God to Mount Carmel, "'and it came to pass when the man of God saw her afar off, "'he said uh, to Gehazi, his servant, "'Behold, yonder is that Shunammite. "'Run now, I pray thee, to meet her, "'and say to her, is it well with thee? "'Is it well with thy husband? "'Is it well with the child?' and she answered all is well and when she came to the man of god to the hill she caught him by the feet now he's her bible okay he is the word of god to her <laughs> oh lord to god Gehazi came near to thrust her away. I don't know. Gehazi, it seemed like he missed it all the time. <laughs> and the man of God said, let her alone. Her soul is vexed within her and the Lord hath hid it from me and hath not told me. Then she said, did I desire a son, my Lord? Did I not say, do not deceive me? Then he said to Gehazi, gird up your loins and take your staff in your hand and go your way. If you meet any man, salute him not. If he, if he salute thee, answer him not again and lay my staff upon the face of the child. Boy, he knew right then something's wrong with that boy. She didn't say there was anything wrong with him. She's, she's talking faith code. Amen. 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 You walk in breakfast some morning and Gloria's in there fixing breakfast, and you walk in there, (laughs) glory to God. (laughs) She says, Father, in the name of Jesus, you don't have to sit there. And and I've been guilty of it. Everybody's been guilty of it. But it's, it's not like being... It is a mistreatment of the law of faith. You listen? And every time you do it, you weaken your situation. All right. I'm talking to you, I'm talking to me. Okay, praise God. So um, and the the mother of the child said, As the Lord liveth, as thy soul liveth, I'll not leave thee. I'll not get off of the word. I'll not leave the word of God. I'm here. I'm stuck. I'm right here. I'll not leave thee. And when Elisha. Let's go down to the 32nd verse. When Elisha was come into the house, behold, the child was dead and laid upon the bed. And he went in therefore and shut the door upon the two and prayed unto the Lord. And he went up and lay upon the child, put his mouth upon his mouth, his eyes upon his eyes, with his hands upon his hands. And he stretched forth him on the child and the flesh of the child waxed warm. He returned and walked in the house to and fro and went up and stretched himself on him. The child sneezed seven times and, and opened his eyes. Praise God. And he called Gehazi and said, call the Shunammite. So he called her and, and when she was coming to him, she said, he said, take up thy son. She went in and fell at his feet and bowed herself to the ground, took up her son and went out. Glory to God. And we're out of time. <laughs> Glory to God. Praise God. Hey, Jeremy will be here in just a minute. Praise God. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.